So years ago, I had this coworker who was just falling apart at work one day. I mean, just blubbering, falling to pieces. And I was a little beside myself because I didn't understand what was going on. If something was that horrible, why was he at work? Right. Uh, I'm very much of a person of if I'm at work, I'm at work. And if I'm at home, I'm at home. And, and I don't let the two cross over very often. And he was just falling apart. And so finally, not really wanting to get into it. Cause I didn't, I just didn't really want to get into it. I, I finally asked him, I was like, Hey, are you okay? What's going on? And to my surprise, he told me his family dog died the night before. Now you guys might think I was, I'm, I'm kind of heartless, but I seriously had a WTF moment because my brain instantly registered and went, really? This, this is why you're a mess at work. You're, you're at a professional job in the middle of an office, white collar business, and you are just making a scene, making everyone uncomfortable, blubbering all over the place about your dog. Now you guys may think I'm entirely heartless. That's up to you. But it took me a while to learn a lesson that I learned that day. And I think it's important for you. So I want to share that with you today. In this episode, I'm going to explain why empathy is critical for men to understand to have the kind of relationships we want to. So let's get into it. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man. Big shout out to Fallible Nation. That's our private community, and you're welcome to come join us and be a part of that. There will be links in the description below to help you do that if you're interested in that. Warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Hey, thanks for giving us a try, checking us out today. I hope you enjoy the show. Leave me some feedback. I'd love to hear your ideas and opinions on it. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. Empathy is a word that tends to make us squirm a little as men. Maybe it's just me, but I don't actually think I'm alone in this. I could be wrong, but really, I think more of you are, are right there with me on this than maybe even want to admit it. The first problem is that we frequently get confused between the idea of sympathy versus empathy. So sympathy and empathy both refer to a caring response to an emotional state of someone else. But a distinction between them is typically made. While sympathy is feelings of sincere concern for someone who is experiencing something difficult or painful, empathy involves actually actively sharing in the emotional experience of the other person. This is where we, we get uncomfortable because we don't always click with the idea of sharing someone else's emotional experience and the definition of empathy doesn't help us out much in this case. The definition of empathy, according to the dictionary, is the action of understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, 
and vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another. So let me take a second here and uh, unpack this a little bit and, and kick this one in the teeth just a little bit, okay? Because the second part of that definition is a crappy sentiment that's not really accurate. I know you're going, wait, you know, Brent thinks he knows better than the dictionary. Yes, yes, I do, actually. In fact, it's this nonsense that makes men uncomfortable with it because it's an emotional concept instead of accurate data. Look at the last part of that definition. Vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another. That's just dumb. And I, I, I'm going to get in trouble for this. So when I get kicked off the airways, you know, guys know it came down to this statement. A woman wrote this definition. Men never would have written this definition. You cannot experience someone else's feelings, thoughts, or experiences vicariously. You are not them. You're not built from the same exact background, experience, influences, or pressures that made them. It's actually impossible to do more than understand it conceptually. It's just a fact. We've, we've talked about it many times on this show that you are the sum of all of your experiences, your influences, the pressures, the trials, everything you've gone through, all the influences through your life. That is what actually makes you unique. It is impossible to vicariously experience someone else's feelings, thoughts, and emotions. It doesn't work. Let me give you a practical example. I'll back that up. Let's go back to my coworker that lost the family dog. Dude was tore up. I mean, straight up sobbing, falling apart at work. Now, I was raised in a household where my mother was raised with a farming background and I, my first job was on a ranch. I like my dog. Don't get me wrong. You're gonna be like, oh, Brent, animal. I like dogs, okay? In fact, I'm a dog person and dogs like me beyond reason. I don't know why they're just like attracted to me. We hang out. I make friends with random dogs all the time. I've had friends who told me their dog was gonna attack me, that the dog was cuddled up in my lap in seconds because that's where they wanna be. They wanna hang out with me. So I'm a dog person to an extreme. And I've had several dogs over my lifetime, but I have never broken down and lost to over one dying. This goes back to the fact that my mother had a farm background. I spent time working on a ranch in high school and animals are part of life. They're part of the life cycle. They come, they go. And yes, I like my dog much better than I like a random cow, but it's still not a person. And to me, it's not the same experience. So in fact, ridiculously, not only am I a dog person, I'm also the, the one that people and my friends call to take their dogs to the vet when they need to be put down after they, if they get sick or aged to a certain point, because of the more humane thing to do, but they, they're too broken up to take their dog because they just couldn't be there for that. Okay. I've held people's hands when they're dying. I've taken dogs and had them put down. I put dogs down. Like I said, ranch kid. It was not possible for me to experience my colleague pain because we're from two different worlds on this idea. 
my very favorite dog of my life, I put it down because it got sick and it was in pain and I didn't want to see it suffer. It was inhumane to me. So I put it down and I buried my dog. That's just part of my life. I could not like fathom the emotional state which he was in. What I could do was understand that my colleague was deeply upset. I could not empathize with him. I could not understand the pain he was in or vicariously experience that with him because I thought it was stupid. Like I didn't, I didn't say anything. I wasn't mean, but I was like, wow, this is ridiculous and stupid. Go home. If you're going to be a little bitch, right? All I could do was go, my colleague is deeply upset. I could be aware that the day was difficult for him. I could be sensitive to my interactions with him and his current emotional state, which means I was much less of an a-hole that day to him. And that's as nice a way I, as I can put it, because we didn't always see eye to eye. That was empathy. Let's go back to the first part of that definition that actually makes sense and, and forget the rest. Okay. So the first part of the definition is the action of understanding, being aware of, and being sensitive to the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of another person, not vicariously, vicariously experiencing it. It's the reason that guys struggle with this idea. You don't have to experience it and you're not going to actually. You can make it all up in your head, but that's stupid. Don't do it. The empathy that I could express for him was that first part of the definition. So why are we talking about it? Why, why am I making a big deal about this? Empathy is critical. It's an absolutely critical component of healthy relationships. Professional, romantic, plutonic, and parental, you have to have empathy and you have to exercise empathy. You have to master it to be successful in all of these types of relationships. So how do we master this so we can have better relationships? Well, the good news is empathy is actually a skill. It's not a foregone conclusion. It is something that can be learned, grown, fostered, and, you know, moved along to where you're good at it, actually. But where do we start? By reframing what is required at a more male perspective. Like I said, that definition had to be written by a woman. Someone was going to hear this and, and I'm going to get it both barrels, but let, let's reframe it in a more male perspective because right. We're data driven and that's okay. I'm not saying you don't have emotions and feelings I'm saying you have a data driven sense of information. So if you want to be empathetic, here are some data points you need to ask about to reframe the situation so you can be empathetic right? Is the person that you're interacting with more emotional or logic driven? Do you know what their personality type is? Do you know how they communicate best? How does they, what's their thinking style? Like how do they process things mentally from their perspective, not yours. See that this is a legitimate feeling for them. Now, you don't have to understand what they're feeling. And please, 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 especially in negative emotional situations, don't try to liken their experience to one of your experiences. I think that's where the whole vicariously lived experience crap comes from, right? 
if you ever lost somebody you love, okay, let's take that a step. Let me explain why I'm saying here. If you've ever lost somebody you love, someone very close to you, a parent, a sibling, a, a spouse, a child, grandparent, you're, anyone like super close to you, a friend even, right? How negatively do you respond, respond when someone walks up to you and tries to be empathetic and goes, oh, I know, I know exactly how you feel I, when I lost my dad. I've never come so close to punching somebody in the face. That is the last thing. I actually shielded my friend, a different friend at his dad's funeral because he was going to punch somebody in the face when they started talking that nonsense. Don't try to liken their pain to your experience. It belittles their feelings and it has, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be even more negative for them whether they say anything or not. You don't even have to speak sometimes to understand that they're experiencing a feeling and are processing it. Sometimes words aren't the right option. Good feelings have this case. Negative emotions have this case. Sometimes you just don't need to speak. Sometimes you just need to let them experience that feeling. That might be sitting with them for long periods of time. My friend's dad died. I jumped on my motorcycle and I went to go see him. He was like, dude, I don't want you here. I don't want you here. I don't, I don't want to be with anybody. I know. And as I sat there quietly, he started yelling and ranting. He was so angry. He had so many strong emotions. Later that night, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry about it. earlier. I yelling at you. I was like, no, that's why I came. You needed somebody to yell at. You needed somebody that you could blow up at and decompress this. That's why I came. He didn't need me to talk. He didn't even need me to listen. He just needed somebody to yell at. I was being empathetic because I understood my friend was hurting. And I understood what he needed because I understood his personality type. I understood his thinking style, his perspective, right? These are the questions you ask. You don't have to. Now I'm using a lot of negative experiences, right? But there are, are positive emotions that we experience that you want to empathize with too, especially with like your kids, right? But sometimes we don't know how to do that because dads, you're not necessarily feeling their feelings. You're feeling a feeling. I love it when my children are happy. It perks me up, but it doesn't mean I can experience their feeling. It does mean that I can recognize that they are experiencing a feeling. They're experiencing a positive. So I taking the action of understanding being aware of and being sensitive to what's going on with their thoughts and feelings as they experiencing with them. That's still empathy, gentlemen. It will take you a long way in all of your relationships. You just have to let them experience their feeling, their feelings. Be cognizant of the fact that they're dealing with an emotion or a feeling, positive or ne negative, and react with kindness. Kindness is, is like the coup de gras. It's, it's the topper on top of it, okay? This is the cherry on top of you eat that crap on your ice cream. I don't. 
my kids like them but this is the cherry on top okay react with kindness to their feelings oh my friend yell at me for over an hour it's what he needed it was a kindness that i could offer him in a moment when he was struggling this works in positive and negative emotions it works with your kids it worked with my coworker. I sat there. I thought it was stupid. Okay, hear me. I thought it was absurd and ridiculous and embarrassing that a grown man was reacting that way because I am not capable of understanding what he was going through. However, I sat there and I let him talk about his dog and I offered him options like, hey, if you need to go ahead and go home, I, I can, you don't got to be here. I'm here. Right? If you need the rest of the day off, go, because I could do that. Right, I could listen to him talk about his dog. I could be less of an asshole to him that day than I normally was. Kindness. I understood he had a feeling. I could not do more than understand and be cognizant of his feelings and that he was experiencing that. But I could do that and I could react with kindness, which is what I did. I did not say, wow, aren't you a grown man? What the hell? Right. I could have been that jerk. This works positive and negative emotions with your kids, with your coworkers, with romantic relationships. Kindness goes a long way in these situations. Don't believe that and overcomplicate the idea that you have to experience their emotion. Feel the feels, man. You just have to understand they're having an emotion and react with kindness to that. Good emotion, bad emotion. React with kindness. I promise it will take you a long way in all your relationships. And, and that's what empathy really is. My coworker noticed the difference in our interaction that day and actually brought it up later, like a couple of weeks later. He's like, Man, I, I guess even you can relate to losing a family pet. You know, I, I appreciate. It's like I told, I and I, I was honest with him, right? Because we were past the emotional moment. I said, you know, in total honesty, I, I don't understand your reaction. I, I was raised very differently. I was raised the animals come and go, and uh, I I totally thought it was insane that you were reacting that strongly. But I said, you know, I, I understood you were having a bad day. And, and that was enough. That, that's all I had to understand. You were having a rough day. So I tried to be kind in that moment. We had a better relationship after that. Like it, it was crazy. It, it really kind of changed the course of our relationship. Don't overcomplicate it, guys. Acknowledge it. Recognize it. Understand that they're going to do need some things. But you may not understand the process through that feeling. And be kind. And that's the key to empathy. It's easy data and then a positive action on your part. That's all. Don't make it complicated. Don't make it stupid. You can do this. I promise you will be an empathy master if you exercise a few data points and a little kindness. Guys, it's Friday. So I want to share this review with you because we do that here on the show on Fridays. Five-star review from love before a hundred. So good. I'm so happy this podcast exists. I love the episode on how to navigate relationships in a digital age, super helpful, practical tips, 
thank you. Love the 400. Thank you so much for the view. Thank you for listening. You're very welcome. Uh, I love it when you guys call out specific episodes that just really clicked for you because it helps me to know what kind of content I need to keep making for you guys. Guys, you got this. Empathy is not complicated and it will be a turn point in a lot of your relationships for you if you listen to this and take this advice today. As always, be better tomorrow because what you do today, we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.